really love that. Like I, I legit was listening to it and was just like over the tune of it, like there's a fire starting in my heart. Reaching up these pictures, bringing me out the dark. Finally, I can see you crystal clear. Reaching and all of your shit bears. You're gonna miss you. Never you met me. Is it all up? Rolling in the deep. You're gonna wish you. <laughs> That's actually a really fun game to play that we used to play in college. Is we would let a song on the radio play. We'd hit a ra- random radio station, and you would have to sing. You'd have to change. We could have had it all. <laughs> I had to. It was coming up. No, I love it. Yeah. But we actually we used to do that in college. You would have to change like the pitch of the song and the tempo of the song to match whatever was on the radio. It's actually a super fun game if you have creative friends. But yeah. if you have boring friends, sorry, your life sucks. Get someone better in your life. Seriously. Yeah. So, um, this movie is ridiculous. It's so much fun. Um, we got we got uh, taglines. Yeah. <laughs> like I forgot that we had to pull up taglines. Um, Oh God! I this this movie is on like a chud level for me. Like it's yeah, I I had a blast with this movie. Like probably one of my favorites that we're going to do. Really. So I have the first tagline. Are you ready? You ready? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Reading, writing, and radiation. Nothing. You got nothing. Nothing I more? mean, <laughs> yeah, I remember it. I was like, oh. I like it. It's cute. Yeah. I, I got a couple taglines of our own at the end of this. Um, one more. There's only two, right? It rotted their bodies. It corrupted their minds. And that's the good news. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right? Um, I'm going to tell you right now that this is going to be very difficult for me to really hate on this movie. I'm not hating it at all. I loved it. Yeah, because no, it's a great film. Are you ready? Oh, of course. With an estimated budget of $2 million, and I can't seem to find a gross, one face-melting by nuclear poisoning, one opening credits establishing montage, one school destruction montage, two pairs of breasts, one sex scene, one four-foot boner dream, one mutant pregnancy dream, one mutated super, dr- super teen, one fist down a punk's throat, one mutated miscarriaged fetus, one huge nose ring ripout, one bloody severed hand, one kill by an assault rifle, one nuclear mutant offspring monster, one claw through a skull, one scrape of a face, one tentacle through a skull, one eyeball pop out, one head rip off, 11 mutant porcupine quills to the face with one nuclear charge explosion and 11 deaths. And a really loud uh- song during the intro. <laughs> a 5.7 on IMD and a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 1986's Class of Nukem High. Let's drop some bombs. Or some nukes! Can I have your attention, please? This is not a drill. This is a nuclear emergency. We mutated! And my wheelchair is illogically mutated, too. And I think I can feel my legs. April Fool, I got duck rape. What do we have to be afraid of? I'm Papa, the sailor. This machine just called me an asshole. Fuck you, Lucky. 
Lucky Charms. Sorry, that was like the perfect fade out for the song. That's it why perfectly was, faded that's out, what, and I was like, oh shit! That's why I was I building really up excited. to it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, no, it's that was that was great. Yeah. That was that was on a level of oh, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> so I just have to say that. Um, this movie was an absolute blast. Um, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how to put it another way. Like I, I remember seeing this as a child mm-hmm. and it was always on USA network. What's it called? Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey would, would come on and he'd be like, it's a class of Newcomb high trilogy tonight. <laughs> this is insane. God, right. Gilbert Godfrey. Right. <laughs> I'm, my 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 eyes are bleeding out of my skull. Ah! Oh God! Right? And oh Godfrey. Yeah. Um. And he would he would kill it, you know, like, and he would host a lot of trauma films. So, um, trauma is extremely famous for being like the king company of B movies. Like everything yeah. they do is over the top. It's tongue in cheek. It's not meant to be taken seriously. They, they know where they live in, also, in the uh, world. <laughs> hey, yes, you're listening to Jonathan Young. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. All right. So, uh, welcome to bonds. Away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're forgetting everything. I got extremely excited. You did. He's yeah. hard under this table. Yeah. Welcome to Bonds Away. My name is Jonathan Young. Uh, the only pot. Nope, I did it wrong. <laughs> That's how excited I am. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... That nerd you really wanted to die at the start of the film, and you're really glad because I did. Oh, I thought you were going to say, but instead he made it. All the nope, way, just me, like Jared more, Seifert, like all the characters, like that yeah. you think are gonna die, just don't in this movie. I know, it's right? really sad. It's very interesting. Uh, the way that it it took turns, I was not. But expecting. I legitimately look like the the guy that dies at the start. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is really upsetting. <laughs> that that was you. no, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 big nose and glasses, big nose and glasses, brown hair, no. And then I was like, dead. <laughs> Literally, I had died. In you the were film. Dewey. His name is Dewey. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Officer Doofus, let's go. So this is the first of three Mm -hmm. that we're going to be doing. So if you're listening to this. Out of the five Newcomb High movies, right? So we're going to be doing, uh, and it's all in preparation for the March 8th Los Angeles premiere at the Le May. (laughs) We don't know how to say it. Don't know how to say it. Uh but yes, it is l a e m m l e dot com. <laughs> if you are listening to this, you st- uh, on the on the day of release. That's uh, this Tuesday, the sixth. Um, you still have two days before the premiere. We're going to be at the premiere for Return to Return to Newcomb High Volume Two. Many of the stars of that film, including its director and the president of Troma, Lloyd Kaufman, will be there. For uh, I believe Q and A's and at least meet and greets. Um, more than likely, uh, the Toxic Avenger himself and Sergeant Kabuki Man will be there as well because they usually join Lloyd in big events like this. So get there because we're going to be there. We're going to be handing out flyers, letting people know that we did this. Yeah, we did Return to Newcom High Volume One and Two as Ooh. well. So we're going to be releasing 
Return to Nukem High Volume 1 tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the 6th, so March 7th. And then uh, on the day of the premiere, uh, uh, we'll be le- releasing the last one. So you get three trauma movies all related to each other in this week. Okay? I know. It's going to be exhausting. It's fine. <laughs> don't don't panic, Jerry. It's already exhausting. Right? No, I don't panic. I just wallow. <laughs> you, you just don't. You just don't like going to these premieres. <laughs> no, I do. Well, if it's outside of my bedroom, <laughs> I like like if I'm paid to be eccentric and talk and be happy, like yeah, I can do that. But like if it's volunteer, I'm like, oh no, they're gonna hate me. <laughs> oh, I don't have my weird oval lump shaped name tag to let them know that I'm a kiss butt. Yeah. <laughs> that's my uh, safety net of saying kiss ass and I don't know why because it's my and yours podcast I know, it's mostly right? your podcast but it's our podcast. it's our podcast it's our podcast I can say whatever I want okay I can... so we're gonna go strong on this one guys yeah if you are a super fan of trauma you're gonna enjoy this because everybody knows um, how ridiculously fun this movie is if you've ever seen it before so Let's dive in. Let's go okay, hard. Okay. Sure. So go uh, hard or get hard. I know, right? So I'm both. As we do, as we always do, uh, we go scene for scene, mm-hmm. and we rip. We we find things to rip on, and uh, we also let you know what the movie is about and how it played out. Just uh, just to give new listeners out there kind of a rundown of what we'll throw we do. Throw in some fun facts, throw in some comedy, maybe let you know like what our own experience is in addition to this. Mm-hmm. Like Many in tangents. In my <laughs> high school, we never had emergency evacuation drills. Did you have a fallout shelter? No. I did. <gasps> yeah. But I was yeah. East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was know in the smack why... dab middle of the states. Yeah, I'm from Missouri, so I don't recall one in my high school, but I know there was one in my middle school. Yeah, because uh, like I remember watching this film and then seeing a fallout shelter in my own school and was like, I got to go down there, and it might be a monster down there. See, <laughs> I instead of being like I should avoid it. Yeah, <laughs> I my fallout shelter is uh basically like I have too much Chipotle and I go in the bathroom. That's a fallout shelter. Oh come on. Fallout shelter. <laughs> you should get your you GI just put the fixed. fan on, and you're like, well. So, and as always, for those who are listening, who might be attached to this film in some way, this is all done out of fun and love and appreciation. Absolutely. Like we want to let we want to let you know as much as we're going to rip on it, we enjoyed the hell out of it. So, Lloyd, if you're listening, thank you for this gem. Thanks, okay. Lloyd. So, is it La Lloyd or just Lloyd? It's no, it's not like the Lego Ninjago movie. La Lloyd. Well, no, like, is it two L's or one? It is two L's. Okay, so it's yeah, La yeah. Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, La Lloyd. <laughs> Thanks, La Lloyd. Um. So, ready? Here yeah. we go. So, welcome to Tromaville, which is in New Jersey. Now, Tromaville is powered by nuclear power. And the nuclear power plant happens to be in a- the track field, basically. <laughs> it's in the uh, they say a quarter mile. Yeah, that's from not it. that's literally no. it's okay. So the movie shows you how close it is by like really poorly editing in like a factory. Oh, it's it's literally like two layers, yeah. just like over top of, like, of one another. Mm, we wanted them to seem close, but Almost it's literally if... it's just like the high schoolers' detention period is to work in the factory. Oh yeah, it's like how close it looks. Well, what's interesting too is that like it 
actually looks like if it wasn't for like a very small tree line, I think it looks like it's just like the factory towers are on top of the school and they're just one and the same. Yeah, That's how, right? that is how Which it is looks. interesting because in part two, uh, subhumanoid meltdown, um, they are one and the same. When the school like oh. gets bulldozed, they turn it into and like kind of like a institute of technology college. And then okay. all the students from this one go to college now. Mm. Um, and what's interesting, see, I have this theory when it comes to trauma movies. And it comes down to the errors, right? And I, I, watched, I watched this one. And then because for those of you listening who actually want to listen to this whole thing, um, um, what's it called? The... All all the trauma movies are in Amazon Prime. Sorry, yeah. so I was like, "Trauma Vision, what's happening?" Yeah, Why no, you, no, 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 no. Sorry, your, your brain is pooping right um, now. No, it, it is. It, it and so all the films are on Amazon Prime. So basically, when I watched uh, Class One, then Class Two was like, "If you like that, here's Class Two and Class Three. And I was like, "Whoa!" Okay, so I started watching Class Two, and what I find is interesting about the trauma series. Um, or like the trauma library is that like the 80s version of it is like very hardcore 80s like they're trying oh, yeah. to make a film um, and have it a little bit funny and hokey and stuff like that uh, but then the 90s era of trauma uh, seems to be self-aware now more self-aware yeah. than this. Like, this doesn't feel exactly self-aware. It's aware of the world around it and how to make fun of it. But it doesn't realize it is in a movie. Right. Because the second one starts going like, uh, even the narrator in the beginning is like, but hey, that was then and this is now because this is a sequel, you know? Yeah. And then, like, in the even in the opening scenes, the guy's like, uh, if I live through this, I swear I won't do this. I won't watch porn anymore. I won't watch any shitty trauma movies. Like uh -huh. so, like there, that and like in the guy's bedroom, it's all old trauma movie posters and stuff. So like, that's the era of the '90s, I believe, is where they're like, we now like will make movies that exist outside of our own universe of previous movies, but somehow connect, right? Yeah. And now I think. Now, we haven't seen them yet, but I think these two that we're going to see, Return and Return 2, are like meta of meta. You know, they're yeah. like, they're in a whole new realm where it's like, now we're going to remake what we used to do and and pull from pop culture and, and, and reference things like nowadays. So it's like the same, but they keep, trauma keeps evolving for yeah. as much as it's like, we are this schlock B movie, 40 years in existence, uh, entity of independent film. Yeah. They seem to always be evolving within their own special niche. Is that how you say it? Niche? <laughs> niche? Yeah. I niche. think so. I don't know. I don't know. So that that's my own personal observation. So with this movie, uh, like I said, it opens up with that, and then the um, the power plant ha seems like I don't know what's up with everybody and their plumbing in this <laughs> film. Oh, it's like the pipes are never actually joined together. It's just like they're placed together, and they're, they're like, like just, that'll hold. There you go. Yeah. Right, and it seems like that might be the your first like thing that you want to check. Is to make sure everything's yeah. like just in place and probably not just some plastic tube that 
can break with I don't know how it breaks it just kind of rumbles and shakes it, it and... like it's like vibrations slowly make it fall apart which yeah. isn't like it wouldn't happen no like... no but um it does in this in yeah, this form it always does and um and it's like zooming in on like whoa radioactivity to like <laughs> as if you didn't know that like barrels with like whoa signs on them mean it's radioactive right so um the leak that we speak of gets into the town's water supply, or specifically, I don't want to say the town because we don't focus on anything but the high school. Oh, yeah. Um, so I guess it's because they're so close to next door, it gets into the high school's water supply. Now, I hate the plant manager. <laughs> oh, the plant manager is like this circle of a human. <laughs> like, which, which is also. He rolls everywhere. That's also a trope in trauma yeah. movies. Is that a trauma like, trope. <laughs> a trauma trope. A trauma trope. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that there is a largely obese male yeah. of some sort. Um, in power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he is also the mayor in Toxic Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, uh, I, th- I believe that's right. Um, so anyway, um, the plant manager says this great line where he's like, uh Get, uh, you know, get do this and do that, and um, you know, so that the EPA and the NRC and the PTA aren't on my ass. I was like, the PTA, I know, the I like, Parent oh. Teacher Association's really caring about this out there. So um, now we're we're established. Uh, we go over to the main theme song that you just heard in our intro, and boom, there it is. There's uh, Tromaville High School, and. Uh, you know, everybody's making out with every Yeah. <laughs> but it already seems like it's pretty well established that like this high school has been a little bit messed up by the like the nuclear power power plant next door. Um because we got like like the uh the trailer tries to set it up to where it's like, oh, this power plant has ruined this high school. But it's like it seems like the power plant has like slowly leaked into the high school. Yes. And so the the honors society, the people that are supposed to be like the smartest of the school, mm-hmm. they have all become like nineties, eighties well late, like mid eighties punk they, rocker. They basically saw Mad painters. Max Yeah. Like while they were smoking this nuclear weed. And was like, we should do that. But it seems like <laughs> if you smoke the nuclear weed, it comes a little bit out of you after a while, literally. But then, like, you <laughs> move right. back onto yourself. Well, but it seems no, like it seems they it kind does of different things to different people. Yeah, right. Inconsistency is key in this film. In this <laughs> yeah. film, yeah, yeah. We love to not have everything be the same always. Right is what this film does. Right. Um. So it's it. And and it's established this way by a couple lines of dialogue. I think the principal mentions it. Warren, the main uh, character, mentions it. That, yes, there's this gang of the most ridiculous Mad Max rejects I have ever seen called the Cretans. The Cretans. Right? Like, oh, you're being such so, a Cretan. Right? Not really anything that's ever been like thought on so, more than two seconds. Let's discuss the Cretans for a second here. Okay. Okay. I hate them all. Okay. So first you have the leader, Spike. I hate him. <laughs> right? Spike is like seen too much David Bowie. Cause he's got Bowie. like the, he's got the Bowie like red eye makeup on. Is it Bowie? Is it? I don't care. I always thought it was Bowie. Whatever. Dude, 
I, I'm done. We know. I'm we know. done with trying to pronounce right, things so he's correctly. He's got his David Bowie in the harbor. <laughs> um, yes, he's got his David Bowie makeup on, uh, but he's also got like uh, mop heads on his shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a <laughs> like lot. Like a general, but then he has this like it's is it, wait. It's blonde on oh, the bottom, Oh, he bleached his right? hair. No, it's like a full hair bleach. And then he took like the top, top, top of his head. Right. And like and then grabbed those 55 he hairs looks like a and dyed it black. But then like curled it and like had it like boop, like a little poof. Yeah. That's your that's your leader. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you have, uh, now I don't know all their names. So uh, the... What I thought was the one and only girl <laughs> for the a side while, chick, right? yeah, side chick, right? Totally but makes side out chick with the seemed... German teacher, yes. German teacher, I think has a, has a lot. No, no, of Spike makes out with German teacher. The female, no, the lead guy does before he goes into German class, and that's supposed. That's not that's... that changes her. No, yeah. that's not her. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I swear to God, it's not. Okay, well, I've watched this movie a total of one times, so I think I know <laughs> right. more than you. No, no, no. I'm telling you right now, it's not. And the reason it's not is because there's an entire history. The girl that's in that basement that comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, that one. Teru, yeah, I don't know who she is. Right. You're thinking that's her, right? Cause Maybe. She, yeah. That's what I told myself. I was like, Cause, cool. Because it's like in a, in, a world, in a world of the 80s, uh, there was a massive amount of redheads, and somehow they're not in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so when yeah. you see one, you're like, "Hey, there you are!" Oh wow. <laughs> um, and no, that's not her. Uh, okay. Because there's an entire story of Teru uh, that I'll go into when we get there. But okay, <laughs> we have girl in red tights who's possibly a man because she seems to stand up and pee yeah, at a she urinal. Can pee. Yeah. Right. She's extremely aggressive to everybody. Um, we have um, I like to call him preppy breasts. <gasps> preppy breast Pe- preppy breast i was like yeah that's me but i also felt like kind of did look like you <laughs> i know it was like the either that weakest... or it looked like dennis from sunny like... it was like the weakest transformation of like it seemed like they told all of these characters like yeah come dressed up as like punk different weird for the time and then that guy showed up and was like oh i forgot the homework and was like put on lipstick always wearing sunglasses <laughs> Fake pointy boobs like Madonna. Yeah, and that's me. You know, and everyone was like, like, "Yeah, we get it." Look like my lunch like, lady oh, back shit, in the I day. Paid it off. <laughs> it was half-assed, and I was into it. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's preppy breasts, nose rings. Yeah, that now his his actual name is Gonzo. Gonzo, which is appropriate, like okay, Muppets. Yeah. Like he's the wild and crazy Muppet. Um, he is like. A cross between a caveman and an actual dog. I legit hated him. Really? <laughs> I thought he was He's the worst so character ridiculous. that's ever existed, and I wanted him to die. <laughs> okay, so uh, Gonzo to me, like, I could, I didn't understand it because he's like, he's he's a caveman that kind of acts smart, but then sometimes acts like a dog when he needs to. Um and also is in blackface for no yeah, reason. Yeah, gray face. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's got weirdly cut like lines in the back of his hair. Yeah. And wears- It's like different levels of bowl cuts. Yes. <laughs> um, and then also wears uh, two different size nose rings that like fit within e- each other as they hang from his nose. Uh, is that correct? 
Am I missing? Oh, yeah. And mouth guards. Did you say mouth guards already? Yeah, you did. Yeah, he yeah. he wears like a football mouth or boxing mouth guards. Well, it's teeth like guards. it's a top and bottom mouth guard yeah. that's connected because he spits it out at one point and it and just it, it rests on the nose rings. It rests on the nose rings, <laughs> and I was like, that's that's just disgusting. Yeah, and he needs to go home, right? And look his mother in the eye and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> just say you're sorry. I'm sorry for the atomic Shave weed. Shave your I head smoked. and apologize. Right. Um, we next have uh I like to call him Rooster. Now Rooster wore like a yes. yellow bald cap with kind of like uh plumage, like kind of like feather plumage hanging on one side and like a big it was red like one, spike. Yeah. A unicorn chicken mix. <laughs> <laughs> right, and he had he also had like yellow makeup on one half of his face, and I guess the makeup artist really really liked uh like cracks, like because four or five characters have like makeup yeah, that is like cracks like, like, on your face, like <laughs> lightning bolts or cracks. <laughs> like yes, I love angles; they're it's, so great. Well, it's like a dried up desert that the ground yeah. is cracked. That's <laughs> what it looks like. Um, so he up. had cracks. And then, um, then we have I call him Long Braid because he had yeah. he had like a a bald cap on, but attached to the bald cap was like a super long braid, and he also had like a Scottish kilt on. It was like a drag queen that was halfway through <laughs> getting ready, and he also seemed a little bit older than the rest of the crew. Yeah, and then I failed high school for ten years. And then we have some lesser-known characters that kind of just show up and then disappear and show up again, such as uh, Extremely Long Hairy Pimple Guy. Yeah. <laughs> what was... Okay, so this is a guy... I don't, I don't have any other distinguishing characteristic about him other than the fact that, like, they placed what I can only assume is, like, moles, yeah. right? Like, but the moles have hair length out of them. Like, oh, that guy. He had like <laughs> three out of the sides of each side of his face right? and then but one were... coming out of his nose. But the hair was like four to five inches long and it was like tiny ponytails. And it was like at, 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 as much strand as it was. Yeah, like ponytails. Like it was like at least a half inch in diameter yeah. of, of hair it was a coming lot out of, of hair. it. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like it was like, oh, each mole has like two or three like, strands. He, no, this was full. He cut the hair of one of his friends and glued it to his face <laughs> like, it's cool. It'll be in fashion someday. That's that, that's that like improv your own costume like thing yeah. that you're talking about. Uh, which I'd love to know where somebody was like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We'll love it. Um, also, we have a girl, uh, I, I, another face cracks makeup girl, right? The German teacher? No. Or different It's one. not. It's not. No, because, okay. Um, German teacher's halfway Germ- through the film. Yeah. And it's not her. I'm yeah. telling you. Um, that person is Taru. And Taru doesn't have any makeup other than just like contour or whatever, yeah. right? Uh, this is another girl that applies makeup in the mirror, the face crack mirror, and then, like, Spike, the leader, grabs her and makes out with her for one scene. And I don't really so quite see her again. this is when she's again. putting on, like, the eyeliner, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the German teacher. No, it's not. It's when not. he makes out with her, and then she immediately, it shows the book on the shelf, it shows her pearls hanging over it, and then she's in the bathroom doing, like, an eyeliner thing, and then he pulls her, and you see that half of her face is done in crack makeup. That's the German teacher. I think I think they just all look very similar. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... So the movie happens, and then it's done. Yeah. What are your five W's? <laughs> um, there's one other, and it's, um, Mohawk Androgynous Face Stitch. 
that's yeah. like leader lookalike. He looks like the leader because he also has the With same a hair. A little bit of Hitler. And I yeah. almost, it is 100% a female. Is it? Yeah. Okay. That's why I say androgynous because yeah. I could not tell, right? From what I gathered, I gathered female. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. so there are your Cretans. Yeah. Right? And it's it's important to establish them that way because that's how uh, like how I describe them is how, what what we're going to call them because I cannot the only ones that were identified by name uh I was able to do are the ones that they said because yeah. everybody on the IMDb mostly doesn't have a picture attached to them so I could not put two and two together couldn't figure it out so that's your description for the Cretans and it's extremely important because the Cretans are all the deaths, almost all the deaths in this movie. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, it is established that the Cretans were six months ago used to be uh, preppy, like honor student people. Yeah. Right. And now they're a gang that is basically on motorcycles and kind of just wreaking havoc all over the school. I would have liked to seen them before. That you want to yeah. see, see that transformation? I want to see what they used to look like. Right? No, absolutely. Because um, the what we already get, you're just like, oh, that's insane. And you kind of feel like they've always been that way. Yeah. Mind you, they are kind of a take, an, an homage um, to the movie, the 1982 movie, Class of 1984, which mm-hmm. gets confusing, yeah. right? But... Um, and this movie was originally supposed to be just called Nukem High. And then to capitalize on people maybe possibly mistaking it as class of 1984, they, like, they, they were like, oh, add class of to it. So that's a little bit of Nukem history. Nukem High right? doesn't even sound like the other movie, but adding the class of makes it sound like the other movie. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Right? Sure. Hey, when Great. it comes to VHS... That's, it, that could yeah, be the difference. Goes. That and the fact that, like, I mean, they're both going to be next to each other on the shelves. Yeah. You know, they were like, yeah, let's do it. You know, like, that's that's got to be the logic. Live it up. Yep. Everybody alphabetizes. Yeah. Um, so we have also our main characters, Warren and Chrissy. Now, Warren yeah. and Chrissy are... High school sweethearts. Uh, high school sweethearts. We love One's them. A, he's he's a football star. She's a cheerleader. He's got a really great. And they're body. both virgins. Well, at least she is. I'm, well, it's not like said, but it's like kind of implied. And they're both like, I want to like they legit they say at least like, haven't I done it with, each with the other. other one, but like I don't want to pressure the other one into sex. Right. So I believe that they are both kind of like air quotes around the word virgin. Right. But they also seem to have not actually talked about it because yeah. then they would realize that neither both of them want to do it. Yeah. You know. So, um, meanwhile, um. A couple things are going on. We're establ- we we meet a couple of Warren and Chrissy's friends. They are absolutely pointless. <laughs> they don't. I don't know any of their names. Yeah. Um. They kind they of exist. fit. They kind of fit into their character um, stereotypes, but also don't go the the full realm. Like you have the one always like curly '80s Afro guy that's supposed to be like the class clown. You know, oh, you you saw him in guy. Bloody Valentine. Yeah. You saw you saw him like uh, two prime examples would be like My Bloody Valentine, that curly haired guy, and then Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, uh, uh, the the guy who 
was wearing Jason's mask before Jason uh, got him in the eye. That's and, all you. Yeah, I, don't yeah know. I know, I know. But like, they're they're prime examples of like uh, kind of pudgy, curly, afro-haired class clown. The yeah. guy, you know, the guy that in a slasher movie would also like pretend that he just got killed in like the first 30 minutes of the movie and then when he does get killed people are like cut it out asshole except that guy never really but yeah in this film gets killed right and that's what i'm we saying we forget about them after like this main party right they have these like stereotype type characters one's a little slutty like stuff like that but then that all gets shoved to the side now i'm curious if that's on purpose as like kind of a red herring and then it's like oh no it's all about the credence yeah or that got that evolved in some way. Uh, I'd love to know these. The, write these right. questions down. We're gonna ask Lloyd. Lloyd, <laughs> L- Lloyd. Um, so we also um, realized that the Credens have been purchasing weed that is growing on the outside fence perimeter of the nuclear power plant. And that area is a restricted access because that's where they store dangerous chemicals right but none of this is like okay hazardous waste well it's it's tongue-in-cheek like the guys uh, as they approach like one of the guys is actually selling the weed to the cretans yeah so that they can then sell the weed right and are boasting it is like atomic weed man right which is which is great like but also this is a movie it's not taking it serious like they are eating their lunch (laughs) <laughs> out of on top of like burbling gurgling squirgling right toxic waste and they're out- like what'd you get chicken i got pastrami on rye and their lunch and boxes like, are like film canisters that have been painted yellow and just like painted the words radioactive so on it stupid. too right and yeah they're pulling out just full like uh. turkey legs and stuff so like you you know I mean, you you should have known by now in this part yeah. of the movie that like this movie's not taking itself seriously, but it's so ridiculous. You're just like, oh come on, like God, this is why Jersey sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have we have a couple things here that are going on. Uh, like I said, the weed is growing in nuclear waste and it's contaminated, and uh, we we have the establishment that, uh. Everybody should go to this frat house party, right? It's this, a college party, so it's a, like it's cool. Yeah, it's right. College. Like, don't you don't you want to sleep with some seniors or something? He says. Yeah. Like I'm like, wait, but you guys are the seniors, right? College seniors. They're like 21 and 22. It's crazy, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, but so so they're like, oh, we got to go to this party, and then uh, the jokester guy is like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy weed from the Credens. And, and he does uh, right. Uh, and they go to the they party. buy the atomic weed. Right. Yeah, and then they go to a party. Now this party. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> so, um, I I went to the University of Missouri, which is also known as Mizzou, which is in the exact middle of the state yeah. of Missouri. Was there an eighties nightclub dance club well, in listen. your frat house? <laughs> we're like we're really known for like. Uh, fraternities and stuff. Animal House is based off of these guys' experience at Mizzou and their frat life. Like, frats can get pretty crazy. So, like, my first experience with, like, a fraternity and sorority party, it was a toga party. It was my freshman year of college. And before we left to go to this party, my friend in her toga 
grabbed the bottle of vodka. It was like, it wasn't like a fun little like fifth or like a handle. Well, a handle's the big one, right? I don't mm. know. I just drank. No, a handle is like like what I have right here. Well, what's this? Hmm. Oh, that's a that's a lit. That's like a not a liter. Like, yeah, that's the yeah. That's more than this. Uh, Seven hundred and fifty fluid ounce. Okay, it's like the big container, like the massive container, one point seven five liters. There you go. So it's a giant container. My friend grabs it by the handle, and she does this power stance, like one foot forward, one foot backward, like backwards, one foot forward, one foot going backward, um, like how Will Smith stands in I Am Legend when he's taking a shower, so you don't see his penis. Okay. The kind of power stance of like, who like about to run. She grabs the vodka <laughs> bottle, stands like, like that. Kind of like Atlas holding up yes, the world. Yes, a little bit, but holding up the <laughs> vodka. And she holds it up and she puts it to her mouth and she chugs. Okay. For 10 seconds. Sure. Chugged vodka. I mean. In that stance mm-hmm. for like 10 seconds. Okay. And that's what a college party is. It's drinking. It's not the location. But I love her to death. I tweeted her about it today. I was like, remember when you were insane? And that was crazy. <laughs> um, she's an adult now, now so I won't Now like, it's immortalized her. on the show. I, I know. I was like, I love you, Kelsey. Um, but that's like what college parties are. College parties are like people doing crazy things. It's not going to crazy locations because these people go, they, they straight up enter like a large nightclub. Not that's even like saying. it's not it, it okay. We, that's we're not a frat house. We're established that it's a frat house, and it even has like uh, the exterior shot. Yeah, it it's even like, has a look, chair outside. going out of a window, yeah. just like the establishing shot. See, of that Animal could happen. House. That could happen. Well, yeah, like yeah, that's absolutely yeah. could happen. But then we go inside. It is clearly because it has it has railings. Like there's like molt, like a dance yeah. floor level versus like a like a kind of you know two steps up, three steps up railing yeah. around the area. This area are... is like minimum <laughs> three stories tall. There, there is like full like lighting, like lighting, full DMX lighting machines. The lighting can even lower from the ceiling to touch the ground. Like, like, as like a we're joke. in Vegas Omnia. Yeah. Like it's just, it's insane. It's right. Like watch out. The lighting's coming down. Cause it's going to touch us on the head and then go right back up. But it's just atmosphere. Like this is too much of a room for a frat party. Like if a oh, frat yeah. party had this, this would be their like multi-story, 10,000 be... <laughs> like square foot gymnasium. Like it's insane. And, and... Also, like the cost of just the lighting, and then they also have a live band, and I'm sure oh, the because band the that band like, looks like the band kind of from... sucks. So I'm sure they also have a DJ to kick the band off because the band I'm sure played from like eight thirty no, to you like, mean nine. <laughs> the band that uh, the lead singer is Taylor, Taylor Negron. <laughs> what else was he in? Taylor Negron. Uh, he was. Fausto in uh, Nothing But Trouble, and he was also, um, he was the guy on the couch. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy on the couch on in in uh in uh, Biodome like yeah. that was trying to hit on uh oh, he's dead Joey now, Lawrence so Adams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think the lead singer looks just yeah. like yeah, him, he does. right? But and but then also they all look like they're like backup dancers on uh the Mike Myers SNL sketch Sprockets. Yeah. This <laughs> is the time on Sprockets when we dance. Uh, like uh, they look all like that, right? But they're not playing that kind yeah. of music. But this party's insane. Yeah, right? party's crazy. This they go you, on. This is where you get your first set of nudity. Like yeah. somebody just rips open somebody's shirt, and and they're like, "Uh, that's not cool." And she's like, 
I'm all right with it. She's like, whatever. <laughs> They're good boobs. I'll right. show them off. So uh comedian guy pulls out the uh, atomic weed and uh, forces Warren and uh, Chrissy well, to like both inhale. One girl takes it and she's like, you got to be smart to smoke weed. I don't know. She's pretty <laughs> stupid. But she, she takes a hit and she's like, you take one. So Warren takes a hit and it's like. As he's taking a hit, it glows yellow, which weed right. doesn't glow yellow when you smoke <laughs> And the it. music's like, Whoa, it's like, <laughs> and he's like, it zooms in on his face like, whoa, <laughs> like it like shows what yeah. high feels like, but that's not what happens when you're actually getting high. No. Spoiler no. alert. Well, no, uh, I mean, with, maybe with dabs. That shit's yeah. insane. Dabs are crazy, but, you know, I haven't done those. Um, did you also quotes. notice, as this was happening, the girl that was drinking suntan lotion? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Well, that's, I think that's just because there's the old, like, urban legend of you can hide your liquor, especially if it's, like, oh, yeah. uh, like no, a Kahlua-based liquor. You can hide it in your suntan. They did it on container. the Jersey Shore episode yeah. of Sunny, right? Yeah. But Charlie was actually drinking yeah, suntan he actually lotion. Was. Yeah. Ah, get your but, like, like, that's the whole thing is, like, oh, you take a suntan, a suntan container to the beach, right. and you're like, oh, I'm tanning But myself. why do you need to do that in a yeah, but safe she, environment yeah. <laughs> of I know. the Pratt House? She was, like, really going with the theme and legit even, like, squirted lotion Kinda on like herself, that. but then drank it, and I was like, right. oh, okay, gross. Right, but um, once again, we're in trauma world. Like everything's for fun. Yeah. Things like that. Like there's a whole scene we'll get to with the doctor splashing pee in somebody's eyes. Yeah. It's things like that that make you, what the hell was that? And you forget, you forget that the plot is silly and ridiculous because you're having so much fun. So, um, they smoke this joint. It's all like, whoa, crazy, wacky, whoa. Right. And um, so uh, they decide to leave because they're like the joint was gross. They gotta go see the Fellini screen. We want to go see Fellini. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So Catherine Heigl, <laughs> she looks just like Catherine Heigl. She does. Catherine Heigl goes upstairs to go get her jacket, I guess, right? And she's like, whoa, I don't feel so good. She's like, I feel crazy. Right? Let me touch my boobies. And uh, yeah, weed makes you horny, I guess, right? Yeah. And then uh, Warren comes upstairs, follows behind her, and is like, I feel all right, man. Like everything, and then sees her and is like, boing. I think there's even that noise, like boing. And he just jumps on top of her, and they start fucking. <laughs> like, right. and and when I mean, like, it is, and it's something I'd noticed also. Um, I'm sure it's in multiple ones like that. Um, but it it is something to be said that the sex is very raw. Um, so. Yeah, I, I I don't know how else to put it. Really, it, it's it it feels a little dirty. Like it feels as dirty as the bedroom itself is, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, they 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 have sex, and then after that, um, uh, I, how do I put it? They have sex, and then the two comedians are watching. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep watching. And then they finish up and they go home and are like, call me. Yeah, their sex was something. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it already starts out like you think you're going to see boobies, but like you those kind of, nips. Uh, her nipples <laughs> were probably half the size of her boobs, which I was like, well, I know I'm gay and I don't know much, but those seem like a lot. They weren't like people w- would normally be with her. Oh, they're like uh, silver dollars. No, no. They were Olympic gold medals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. Of of nipples. Like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. A bit extra. Catherine Heigl. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they bone they get caught boning by like the other two dudes and of yeah. course they tell everyone but then they both go home for the night and that's when they have like their freak out right so the guy like he has this freak out the film like shows the negative films just to show like whoa different wow and negative gets, equals like, radiation i know he gets like a five five and a half foot long boner (laughs) that's massive it's like human grows out of his penis and i was like okay work cool it's it's, destroy me it just looked like it just looked like adam and barbara from beetlejuice yeah (laughs) we're gone it was like someone was like below his crotch you got it that was a good and that was a legit reference instead of just like some throwaway yeah but it was like someone was like standing at his crotch and then stood up with the sheets (laughs) and was like i'm a penis and like that that's kind of what happened. He also like developed like um, barnacles, I yes. guess. <laughs> yep. But he, then like he looked like yeah. like uh, a first year student on Davy Jones's ship. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "This is crazy. I'm going through so many body changes." Yep. And then um, he also at He's one point Bill Turner's son. It like transitions over to his memory of her boobs, and then he looks yeah. down and he starts growing his own. Also, boobs. did you notice that they? Both have like an eight and a half by eleven p- picture portrait of yeah. each other. On they their loved desk. each other so much. I it mean, so it wasn't a normal size. It was like yeah, eight and a half by big. eleven, so that you could see it in a wide shot. And then inside that picture, they had like an individual picture of them together. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but it was like he grew his own boobs because he was thinking of boobs, and then he's like, ah, and wakes up, and everything's normal. Yep. So I was like, okay, fine. And then we also like, and then it switches over to the girl and it does the exact same thing, except she, instead of growing a penis, she grows a belly and she's like, I'm pregnant after the first time. Right. And like out of her belly button. like Which is a very, like, what's interesting is because like, this is yeah. also a take on like high school teenage mm-hmm. and sex and stuff like that. And it's like, it's like a joke on the fear of being like, if you yeah. have sex, you'll get pregnant. You'll so die. it's really fun to see that as well. It's like that because because there's definitely references to like 50s, 60s, like uh, teenage sex fear movies in this as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a belly. She grows a belly. Like, and there's like a, a little, little tail t- that's coming yeah. out of her belly button. And it's like blah, 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 blah. like and it's a little black tail, too. and she wakes up and she's like, wow, right? and she's fine. So then like. They say, like, hey, what'd you slip in my drink last night? But then, right. if, like, that's the guys talking. Or, like, what was in that weed? It was weird. Last night was crazy. Right. And then it switches You know what else is girls. crazy? Is apparently the entire school, like, eats Popeye's chicken. Yeah. And it's sponsored by 7-Up. I, I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Everybody's like, 7-Up and making out with each other. Like, I'm going to make out and then drink 7-Up. That's what we do. Right. 
Um, yeah, that was so, weird. But so, like, the guys are talking, and he's like, last night was crazy. What happened to my weed last night? Blah. And they're like, well, we got the weed from, like, the bad dudes. And then it switches over to the girls, and the girls are like, Saturday night was crazy. Today's Monday. They're Why? like, I know. I and did so not expect not... a nightclub in that frat house. <laughs> but, like, they're not talking about the same day at all. Like, someone no. got their timelines mixed up and was like, oh, no, no, just keep filming. Yeah, just keep and then it. nobody knows what day it was. The scene just kind of like the movie. This is where like I get so lost from like this point to when the actual evacuation of the school happens. I think there might be a day I got or two. You. Okay, because yeah, and this it. is this is this is something I want to bring up too. You're not alone in feeling lost because what I'll describe to you happens and then seems to be forgotten about. Okay, so um bathroom yeah that's all i remember bathrooms um warren goes into a bathroom um no a guy's getting beaten up no no no. before this okay so to an alleyway yep spike and long braid right are eating (laughs) alka-seltzer and pretending that spike is foaming at the mouth to trick this old lady that the only thing that will prevent him from, like, I don't know, biting on his own tongue is if he bites down on something soft. It's a like terrible her purse. fake seizure, too. Right? I was like, this lady but does not know what seizures It's extremely are. thin, too. Like, yeah. it, it, like, how about just distract her with the fact that he's convulsing, grab yeah. the person, run. Like, what's this, like, <laughs> oh, he needs to bite and down on like, something it's soft. It's such a long scene to where it's like, he, if, ne- if he needed something, he already would have gotten it. But, like... <laughs> He's dead by now if you're trying to do something. Right. Um, so Longbraid grabs the person, runs into an alley, where, and Spike proceeds to spit the Alka-Seltzer in the old lady's face and then and beat her, her to death. I don't like, know about the oh. death, but like he just wails away he on her. He might as well have because he beat the shit out of her. Meanwhile, Warren is at home. Right. And he starts feeling ill and sick. And then when he goes near like appliances, the appliances start kicking on, which there was a hairdryer in the living room that was just laying on the bookshelf and just blowing away papers when he comes near it. And then he seems to mutate into very much like the Toxic Avenger. He has like super strength. Right. And then just so happens to be in the same alley as uh, Longbraid and his... um, he transforms. And, and and a guy we've never seen before. Yeah. Like um who has an X on his head instead of like a swastika, you know? Um and then proceeds to take his fist. Warren takes his fist uh and jams it down the guy's throat. Yeah. Like long long braid's throat. Right. And you see it. You see the fist go into the mouth and then down the esophagus and like it bulges. His throat bulges out and he's dead. And then he throws the other guy up against a wall and then he's done, I guess, because of super strength. And then Spike sees this happen, attacks him, doesn't really know it's Warren. Yeah. But suspects it is like meanwhile, Longbraid was like, that's looks like Warren. Right. But they don't put it together. Um, they have a fight. Spike and Warren, uh, Super Warren, have a fight. But when Spike gets thrown, you notice it's very obvious that he is like it's a shot 
that he had like just him jumping off into a dumpster. Of a he was like, "Okay, <laughs> landing. Great, I landed. Like, now pretend to fall." Right. So like, like they they started with an up like of him like tossing him off sc- off screen, yeah. and then the next shot is clearly like, "Oh, Spike jumped off of a roof." Yeah. To make it look like he was fa- <laughs> he's falling from the same shot, um, and then that's it. Spike like passes out, and I guess Warren ran away. The next day, Spike doesn't know what happened, but he knows that his gang members are dead. Right. Um, And then after that, Chrissy starts feeling sick and she goes into the bathroom and her belly keeps expanding and contracting like she's fully pregnant. The whole new like new definition of the word contraction. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes to the bathroom and uh, she throws up a tadpole like a tadpole, which is supposed to be like a black like mutant semen yeah i guess or a sperm yeah a black sperm kind of but because what the doctor says next in the next scene well she like so she's in the bathroom she throws up she freaks out and she's like "Ah," and then she passes out in the bathroom so the emergency personnel arrive the ambulance and they take her to the hospital they're talking to her mom and the mom they're like oh your daughter had a miscarriage the mom's like, that's never <laughs> happened. And then this whole not plot my is, daughter. She yeah. wouldn't have sex. Yeah. Then right? that whole plot like vanishes. It's like, OK, bye. Well, that also doesn't quite matter because like this is the kind of movie that they start with the doctor and the mom walking down the the hallway. Right. Yeah. And there's two doctors who Her. seem to be pouring pee from one cup into another. Why wasn't he just holding a cup of someone's pee? Like, <laughs> yeah. I accepted that. I was <laughs> right? like, yes, pee in a cup. I get it. Um. And when the doctor who's talking to the mom is like, your your daughter was to term, uh, she's nine months pregnant, uh, she screams, which startles the doctor with the pee, and he splashes this other extremely tall, lurch-looking motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like, and then they're still in their spot while the camera keeps following them down the hall, but because of that, you're not even paying attention to yeah. what's being said. You're watching. This guy's like blinded by like acidic pee, I guess. And he's bumping in the walls and his, his, his friend is trying to help him out. And that's awesome. What's going on back there? Because that's that level where I'm like, here's this subtle comedy that's there. That's not like blatantly in your face. Like the next movies, like from the nineties era are it's stuff in the background, stuff like that. Little throwaways, making fun of MTV, Fellini, things like that, that this movie is really good at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't really come to fruition. Uh, but that 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 this is the, all to back up your point where you're like, I don't remember any of this much. And it's because Warren and his superpowers ability is gone after the scene we just described. Yeah. Gone. Doesn't doesn't come back in the climax to save the day. Doesn't even like not even like something where it's like oh, I'm feeling angry or something like it is gone. Yeah. And I would love to ask Lloyd that question. Like, where did that subplot go? Like you gave him powers. Right. Her subplot kind of goes on because it's um, it's the fetus that will become the end monster that kills everything. Right. So like hers came all the way into the climax. His. Goes nowhere after that. So I would love to know where did that subplot yeah. go, right? Um, meanwhile, now we're back. Um, we're back at the school, and the little like 
fishy sperm thing is like swimming through the pipes. Yes. He gets to the the cafeteria and like goes yep. up the sink <laughs> and then starts throwing dishes and the two ladies in the cafeteria are like, We don't know. We just accepted this job <laughs> like, because we need money. Another crazy yeah. thing here with Tromaville. And then and then it all stops and the fish goes back down in the pipes it's, it's a sperm kind of, it's a sperm it's sure. actually a fetus because if she was the term what she vomited was a miscarried fetus that's still alive that's not how that works though but we I are know. in tromaville so. yes <laughs> um yes so the fetus then well at this point it's technically just a baby because it is doing its own thing right um it goes back through the pipes and then one of the pipes breaks another just, broken pipe <laughs> just like the first broken pipe and it falls into a vat of like toxic water goo yeah, that's in I mean, the it's fallout the same area. Nuclear waste barrels that nuclear waste is yeah. put in, but it's in like the fallout area. So it's right. like the area you go but to not deal with toxic waste is also toxic but waste. But we storage. also saw the, in the beginning, in the beginning opening montage, as two kids went down to try to have sex down there, that yeah. nuclear waste is pretty much pouring out of the ceiling yeah. into the basement all over there. So not you would good. assume that those barrels of water. Got some contamination. But during the well. joke, it's supposed to be her like, "Ooh, gross! You came on me already." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, uh. yeah. <laughs> um, so the meanwhile, Warren has a fight in the bathroom with Spike and another one of the gang members, and um, and red, red tights. tights. Yeah, uh, red tights, red oh, heels. nose ring. This is oh yeah, it was nose ring because this is where yes, Warren. Pulls the nose ring out he of Gonzo's. rips it out of his nose, yep. which rips I was like, yeah, fuck that idiot up. <laughs> right? Um, this is also where Red Tights is peeing at a urinal. Mm-hmm. Right? Standing up. Yep, standing up. And he gets into a fight with them. Uh, not the principal, but some other teacher who looks more like a police detective than a teacher. Yeah. You know, he's got the classic, like, uh, three-piece suit on, you know, and you're like, ah, detective. Yep. Right, but not. he walks in and he's like, "You all are the bad people. Good kid that doesn't have face paint on, come with me and <laughs> right? go to the nurse." Yeah. So um, I was like, "No, okay, they were all fighting though." So, so this, and then the speculation um, that Warren was also the person in the alley that killed his friends is the motivation for them to take revenge against Warren and Chrissy. And that's for the exactly rest of the movie. what they do. Yep, and that is the rest of the movie. Is yeah. the revenge. Did you also notice? Okay, so the, the, the entire gang is in the principal's office. Yeah. Why is there a hockey mask hanging on the principal's wall? Uh, <laughs> as a subtle reference. Yeah. Extremely subtle. Yeah. <laughs> also, the principal had like three strands of hair. Like, the principal, uh, I believe, was you from the future in the past. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Your bald spots on the exact side of your head. That's so right. Thank you. Your comb overs as <laughs> now, odd as your God bald damn spot. It. God damn it! <laughs> now anybody at the premiere is gonna be like, I saw that shit the other day. <laughs> so I hugged my brother's cat. My brother's cat's all white, and I love that cat to death. And I'll always hug it. I'll press it against my face, and I'll make it love me. And then the other day, I was like, oh, no, another hair of Jenkins, the cat's name, got in my hair. And I was like, ow. And then, like, I turned nope, my head to look and be like, where's that hair at? And there were, like, eight white, like, <laughs> pure white. Not like, oh, it's a bit dull brown. Like, eight pure white hairs on the side of my head. And I, like, went to my brother, and I was, like, excited because I think it's cool because I was expected to bald first. And I was like, look, I've got white hair. And he was like... 
I was like, I might like go gray instead of bald. And he was like, mm, I wouldn't put your money on it. You'll probably bald before you go gray. <laughs> and I was like, I hate my family. Like, I got kind of sad. I was like, just let me live my dream. Right. Okay. Anywho. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> meanwhile, as this is all happening, plant workers over at the nuclear power plant seem to be just falling over and people are just walking right over oh, their yeah. bodies. They're like, hey, let's go outside for a smoke break. Ah! And like some guy dies and they're like, that's expected. This like, happens. Have you not seen the going. other movies? I like the guy that had like rubber ba- like rubber bands around his legs to make sure air didn't get into his uniform. There was also a guy that had um, like a mask on. Mm-hmm. But, but like instead of like some sort of actual securing or duct tape, it was literally masking tape, like yes. taping his hood down. That was, was like, the guy. That no. was the guy that uh, was selling the weed. Yeah, <laughs> masking tape. And then there was another guy that had like 3M, which is like yeah. his his Velcro and stuff, like on his helmet. I was like, I <laughs> use double stick this time. Like, so yeah, they I use I, clear tape with all the tape that you're talking about. They must have been sponsored by yeah. 3M. It was. Like they, I'm almost positive they like. Let's buy a lot of white and yellow trash bags, yeah. and then turn them into costumes with tape. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Okay, cool. Oh yeah, budget, sure." <laughs> so, um, this this kind of like them, like they're unfazed, but I guess it's enough to trigger a response where uh, the plant wants to. Um, meanwhile, uh, damn it. We did forget. We forgot that Dewey in the beginning of the movie died. We, oh, Dewey we skipped died. that whole yeah, thing. No, no, no. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. He's, he's long gone. We yeah, don't yeah. need too bad. <laughs> yeah. Backpedaling. Yeah. No. But but that's the thing about um the the water supply was contaminated, but it seems also not to come back. Like so it's the not water the water supply, supply was contaminated, that... and then they were like, "Never mind. We're just too close." Is like what the movie <laughs> right? Did. Yeah, because Dewey drinks uh, contaminated water that's like green water, which yeah. by the way, dark green, water. dark green. And if you and he sees it and then just goes He's to like, class, oh, I'd gross. immediately be like, "Oh fuck, I gotta get, I gotta go to the nurse or something." But no, he goes to class and then he gets poisoned. He's foaming at the mouth and he jumps out of a a window and, and probably some of the best, other than the monster itself, probably one of the best special effects yeah. in the movie. So, like, I wanted to at least he acknowledge melts. it. I'm sad that we've completely yeah. forgot That's about okay. this. Um, uh, so then... But the plant, like, yeah. the plant decides, like, we need to start uh, doing uh, Geiger meter uh, readings and everything across the school, across the town, because there might be contamination, yeah. right? Um, but that doesn't actually play into this final thing because that's not how the school gets evacuated so like it just happens to be kind of more of coincidental right so yeah. um uh, and 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 kind of the only reason to to have them exploring and uh doing the geiger meter stuff is the fact that um we need to we need to establish that the baby fetus monster has grown a bit yeah, but we also need to establish like a little bit of comedy, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a whole montage of them kind of like uh, using their meters on cheerleaders as they're, and I'm like, yeah, they're cheering and they're like, "Your feet are toxic." So it's like, nah, she just doesn't change her socks. So and and I love it because they they'll like they'll point the meter at something and then the needles will be like, "Wee wee 
woo! Yeah. And and like they'll do like a whoa well, kind of thing, yikes. and then uh, just walk uh, away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Don't nobody go over so, there. Apparently, they only sent three people to do the Geiger counter, <laughs> right? And one guy goes into the basement, and he's like, "Weird." Nothing's going on down here, and then the needle's like, "I'm lying to you." Well, it's and also it like, freaks out. God, I can't breathe in this mask. And he yeah. op- takes a mask off, Got and he a has cigarette. a lit cigarette in his mouth. And he's so then like, it's the whole comic gimmick of like him being like weird noises of water gurgling, and like we'll turn around, there's nothing, and he's like, "I should leave," and then he's like, right. "I can't leave unless I check this out." And then he goes back, and like, of course, the monster like pops out of like the like 10 gallon barrel metal drum and scratches him across the face, but then pulls him in, but not before he drops his mask in and is like trying to pull it out. But mm-hmm. then something's pulling on the other side of it, but then he gets his mask and is like, this is crazy. And it's like a whole comedic bit. But at the same time I'm sitting there and I'm like, why didn't they have this monster get introduced first 15 minutes and then be the monster of the school is like, what would have been a lot better? That, like, people that keep being in the wrong place at the wrong time in the school keep getting taken out? Yeah. Mm. Like a Buffy episode. Well, because, like we said, this movie kind of can't decide what thing it really wants to reference in parody. True. Like, it it, it really wanted to True do the class of 1984 Mad Max style thing <laughs> but it also wanted to make fun of high school sex comedies yeah uh, but it also wanted to stay cl- true to uh, trauma yeah. and and nuclear waste and like all the things that were going on in that time period so it's 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 mashing a whole bunch of things together and this is the product and I can't say I'm disappointed <laughs> I can't say yeah. that at all but there are scenes like this where you're like mm, I mean I get it but yeah. like the monster seems like it should be more of a focus, especially because it started out from the you know first act and progressed into the pregnancy, and then and, you know so it seems like it should be a bigger focus. But mm, yeah, mm, somewhere in there. So um, now um, Chrissy is kidnapped uh, by Spike and. The new redhead that we've been (laughs) arguing about. Different Um, redhead. Taru, right? Now, I can tell you... Is she also in um, Avatar? (laughs) I like it. Taru. (laughs) Yes, sure. (laughs) It just sounds like a name that's definitely not... Yeah. So, um, she's another Mad Max throwaway in yeah. latex and bondage kind of clothing. But Taru, right? Uh, here's the history behind the actress here. Uh, she was supposed to have a bigger part, right? Because this person comes out of nowhere. You're like, I've never seen her in the gang prior to this. I don't know where she's from. Who the hell is this? And why does she seem to be like hand in hand, like Spike's main girl, you know? Yeah. Um, it's because, uh, Taru was supposed to have a bigger part, but was involved in a car accident. The other girl, Red Tights, basically took all her lines and took up the slack in the film. And this is why um, they're in the basement, and Spike is like, "Let's get, let's lead Warren down here. Uh, like, give her 
uh, Chrissy's give him Chrissy's necklace and cut blood from her hand and rub it in there, right? Which she does, but then proceeds to lick the blood herself. I was like, oh. and rub it all <laughs> over her body. Yeah, which I was like, mm, okay. right. So, um, and he said, because because he's like, go tell Warren we have Chrissy, and she's like, what if he doesn't believe me? And he's like, give him this necklace, right? So the next scene shows red tights, not her giving the necklace with a line that says. Taru told me to give this to you. Why? Because this girl was involved in an accident and couldn't complete the film. So literally, they were like, uh, you do all her lines, right? So they rewrote it in that moment of being like, oh, uh, it, it, which makes it look like Taru just like shirked off the responsibility. <laughs> like he, he was like, yeah, go give this to Warren. And she was like, here, red tights, go give this to Warren. Um, and then basically... The rest of the Credans go to the principal's office with an assault rifle, right? And uh, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, sensitive high school subject. Current. But... Current. Uh, I'll handle Yeah, this. current issues Meh. aside. Okay. Well, okay. Because we need to describe what I'm happens. I'm very socially aware. Yes. So I'll take this one over. Okay. I won't talk bad about Jonathan, but he's... Very much more laxed on his sensitivity to current events. What are you talking Not about? Not current events, but like what, like the like, legit on tiptoes. I was like, maybe we only say like little person. No, like what they <laughs> like say it as. They like say- obviously, okay. So it's the whole. It's the same thing with. Um, I recently saw online that someone was like. You shouldn't watch Rocky Horror Picture Show because they say transvestite, and that's not okay. That's not what it is. Is that not but a then, thing anymore? Listen, hold on. Okay. Yes, you're not supposed to say transvestite anymore. Did not. But know that. because of Rocky Horror and what it's done, and because that is 100% a sign of the times. Sure. Is, you can't change it now. Exactly. So you do Rocky Horror as it is done, but that's because it is what it is for How that are you time turn against your own film that helps like help a generation yeah but it's it's that same thing of like during this time this is what the vernacular was this sure. is what they expected this is like kind of what uh what everyone knew the vocabulary as sure like obviously there have been times in the past where it's like that was our day-to-day vocabulary but now things have changed and so like that's what it is a little bit like I I'll say it. I'm a social justice warrior. I'm a little bitch, but um, you know I do like to make sure that everyone is okay and ah uh, grand. But during the scene, someone pulls out a gun and shoots someone, and it does take place in a high school. Which right now we most recently had a very tragic in Florida uh, high school shooting, and I don't want to focus on that. But what I do want to focus on is right now those students that survived are taking the country by storm. Oh, and I want to say they are the most powerful people in our country right now. And they are doing the most amazing thing. And I cannot imagine anyone else to change this country because they're doing, they're doing what they're doing 10,000% 30 years ago. But this is the thing is 30 years ago. Obviously, Combine wasn't 30 years ago, but like during that time, this was still new to us. And even like when I was in high school, I legit didn't have to worry about any sort of shootings. But like, yeah, you're a little younger. Well, no, you should have, because I mean, I I I remember Columbine. I was only I remember three to four kids 
at our own lunch table that basically heard about the whole trench coat mafia and the Ugh, Columbine thing so and literally started emulating them no, like with trench coats and, yeah. and like basically just dusters. Yeah. Right? And, but I mean, and, and it was, it was one of those things where it was like, yeah, at least look, looked at the side of your eye and was yeah. like, God, I hope that they're only like looking up to them. And that's as far as but it goes. You during know? like during like my time in high school, your time in high school, I think it was less of a concern to where it's like, because the bad part about this is the kids that um, that experienced the the grade school shooting, um, Sandy Hook, the kids from yeah. Sandy Hook, if they had uh, basically the kids that experienced Sandy Hook are the exact same age as the kids that just experienced the shooting in Florida, hmm. which is crazy to think about. Yeah, that it's like we've seen a generation go from like holy shit, someone just shot up a grade school to yeah. holy shit, someone shot up a high school, and mm-hmm. those people are like, yeah, we grew up with this, and at this point, what they're training uh, classes and students right now is um, basically be trained to expand the time of the shooter instead of. Um, letting the shooter just shoot everyone. Sure. So if you can make sure that other students get out safe, that's what they're telling our students, which is terrible. That's disgusting. When it's like, no, we just do guns. Every, I mean, honestly, and I'm sure there's a listener or two out there that is going to be like, mm, nope, I hate what he just said. But honestly, if if you are trying to make every bullshit excuse in the world other than just like, we don't need these Just stop guns. guns. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I don't care if you're like, it takes a finger to pull a trigger. It fucking, yeah, the finger, the finger's <laughs> it still the problem. Takes, it takes a trigger for that trigger to be pulled. Yeah. yeah. Machines do not operate unless a human is there to operate Unless it. it's maximum overdrive coming to us exactly. in two weeks. <laughs> right. Uh, Shit. Uh, <laughs> painted ourselves into a corner with that one. But basically, like, guns are bad. Don't do them. Anyway, I would love gun somebody in, yeah. in one of these Facebook arguments that I'm involved in to be like, but maximum overdrive. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> um, in this uh, movie, there is an, uh, a moment, and luckily it's the only moment of it, mm-hmm. of a student mm-hmm. with a gun that shoots someone else. And it's not great. Yeah, and they're holding... it is not condoned. Right, it is literally the only time that we've like put a pause on an episode just to do social justice. No, because absolutely. literally it needs to be done. Right, no one else is going to in this society, and even if it's like but we talk to one also, person, I like, need to put no. out there that. It's not this movie or any other movie before it or after it no, that has influenced yeah. anybody to pull that trigger. So don't pull that shit with us either yeah. if you want to like do if you want to comment. I we love when you guys yeah. comment to us and talk to us, but don't pull that shit. You know how many video movies games don't kill people? Nothing people, kills people but guns. Oh my god. You know how many <laughs> like video games and movies that feature swords mm-hmm. and like crossbows? Oh, yeah. I love Legend of Zelda. You know how and and mm-hmm. Metroid Prime I'm not going out with a fucking like phasma blaster or a goddamn sword sh- I'm, shitting people down. I know. I'm playing that game because it, like I love to play the game. I'm not um, sitting there like this game made me want to kill everyone. Like no. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'm Never. not going through a school hacking people away with a lightsaber. Yeah, you know, because you're a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like I, I was like, do I do that or do I yeah. say the cru- the crucifix curse from Harry? Well, that Potter? also like that's also very like that's an early 2000s, late 90s mentality of like media blah. because that's what they were pushing back yeah. then. That's what like in in Reagan the and stuff in the like 80s yeah. in the 80s slash early 90s was what they were pushing was um, satanic panic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at this film. Yeah, like really? uh, uh, in a world where the bad guys spend more time on their makeup than us. <laughs> yeah. So then, in this whole movie, they so they kidnap the the principal, and they're like, "Where's the panic button for like bleh, right, toxic because they, badness?" They want the school to be evacuated because these are considerate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, like get everyone school off so you can target one person. Right. Um, oh, okay. All they want is destruction, mass destruction, property destruction, and then revenge on, yeah. uh, for the death of one of their own. So, so that's actually kind of legitimate. Yeah. It's like because because at the end at the end of the day, inside they're still honor students. So uh, <laughs> we get eventually the the necklace gets handed off to Warren. He runs inside and immediately somehow he finds uh, uh, Catherine Chris, Heigl. Yeah. <laughs> he right? immediately finds her. They're in the basement and the girl, the random redhead, they all have this like kind of like showdown. Right. I don't really remember well, what okay. happens. It's like, so he bah, goes, bah, bah, so bah. He, yeah. it's like what eventually. Like, well, but that's the whole movie. The, less, the yeah. editing of this movie, I forgot to mention it earlier, is the it's like. You get half a fraction of a second shot sometimes. Yeah. They're like, Ooh. here's two black policemen. Okay, bye. Yeah. And you're like, why were they huh, important? What? Yeah. Uh, that happens a lot. So um, he's holding her hostage, and he's like, uh, let's perform some surgery, shall we, Taru? Right? And he's like, should I cut off her fingers? No. How about I cut off her, like, let's perform some minor surgery on her nipples. And I'm like, sir, that'll be a a major surgery. A full (laughs) saw out. The girl's like, I've got a saw. And she like, yeah, it's a hand saw. And she legit is like, I'm putting it on the nipple now. I'm going to start pulling back on the nipple. And then outside of the, like, the, the big drum, the big metal drum of toxic waste pops like, the bad D. Love this monster. Love it. It's a really good monster. It's really good. And uh, fun fact, the monster itself, you never see a full shot of the monster because none of it was actually, like, it was never a fully complete costume. It's like, here's a head, here's some arms, and here's some tentacles, but we never made, like, stuff for the person's torso or anything. Yeah, and it's very... But um... it works. It feels like alien. Well, it's uh, Cloverfield should take notes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they should take a lot of notes. Yeah, <laughs> Cloverfield should look at, like, everything else everyone still, has ever we done We actually always. didn't hate on it like we thought we were going to. In oh, the I hate shorties. on it. Oh. Yeah. Well, we said we were going to discuss it. Oh, we, we did. Didn't. We did. Yeah. That'll be a different shorty. That'll sure. be, like, a specific I'll do the whole thing. damn movie on an oh, episode. Oh, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> you want to do all three? I just got 100% hard. Okay. <laughs> just the most recent. The other two are actually decent. Okay. For what they are. Yeah. Yeah. But usually, like, this is why people have to sit through this one to get to the other two. Usually we go for the first one, no matter if it's good or bad, so that we can yeah, get true. you get get you up to speed. So, um, yes, the monster comes out of the barrel. He's fully grown. He's, like, oozing and dripping in, in goo. And he has, like, porcupine skulls, uh, I mean, quills all over him. And... um. 
uh, Warren screams, and they turn around, and boom, the monster plunges a fist right through the skull of Taru. Right? That was probably my most satisfying kill, and I legitimately wanted all of the Cretans to be killed. Which not exactly all of them do. like that. Yeah, they That's don't all die, and Red, it really bummed me. Red out. Tights doesn't die. She's on the motorcycle of of the guy who gets his head ripped off, but she doesn't die. You know, uh, there's a couple of people. I'm like, where? What happened? What happened to him? So, yeah. Um, but it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> but it's fine. We don't care. And, uh, I mean, because we get a lot of satisfying kills in these last like ten minutes here. Yeah. Right. So basically, Spike has got a revolver and he's firing at the monster and it's not working. Chrissy and Warren have run off and uh, they decide to hide in a uh, because still they're they're running into other Credens on motorcycles that are running down the halls, so they can't really yeah. make it to an exit point. Um, but at the same time, like. There are a lot of exit points. Yeah. <laughs> in a high school. Oh, and yeah. And there are, like, four other people on motorcycles driving around destroying everything. Well, maybe they're chained up like they used to do back in my day. All exits except for one were, like, Oh, I chained. thought you meant the people. Oh, I no. I was like, what? <laughs> no. Um, so they decide to hide in a science room. Now, earlier in the movie— They're not chained up because everyone just I evacuated. Know, just... <laughs> but also everyone—so during the evacuation of this— mm-hmm. So early in the movie, they kidnap the principal. They're like, what's the evacuation procedure? They evacuate, and everyone's running out of the school. So during this evacuation process, we see all high school students evacuate. We also see a dog. We see There's a baby in a woman's arms. Yeah, we see a full adult lady with a baby in her arms. We see legitimate children did, running out of the high school. Did you see the wide shot of of the full school put the nuclear power plant in the back, and then one guy like rolls over the top unnecessarily yeah. over the station wagon? And then it's like it's also like people are like, "Oh no, you're stepping on me!" Like as mass panic to get out. But then we see shots of the interior of the school, and it's like. No one's there. Yeah. So it's not like there was mass panic. Yeah. But it was also like, bah. So they decide to hide in a science uh, class, which um, if you were paying attention to the establishing scene that they did earlier in the in the movie, the comedian kid and Warren uh, are like, look at this cool laser that like we found that the science teacher just got in and. Oh, be careful with that laser. If you get it near nuclear isotopes, it's going to, like, cause a giant explosion. You're like, mm, that's going to come back, which, like, we know it's leading up to that. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the monster uh, first uh, preppy breasts <laughs> comes, <laughs> and preppy breasts uh, gets his face just scratched and ripped off, like one eyeball's hanging out. Yeah. Right? And then... Uh, Gonzo or Caveman, he gets a like a full tentacle through the back of his head, out of the front of his eye. Well, basically, the reason why he even gets caught, right? So Preppy Breast pretty much got ripped off his motorcycle, right? Yeah. But Gonzo stops his motorcycle, comes over, and is like, Preppy Breast, no! And is howling like a dog, and then proceeds to lick his face like a yeah. dog, right? In mourning, I guess. And then while he's sad and howling. The monster comes up behind him, and a tentacle slivers, slithers up, punctures the back of his skull, and out and pops out his eyeball, dead. Loving it, right? And then, 
monster, I guess, is like, I got to go back and tuck back inside this door and wait for the next motorcycle to come, which is Rooster driving it and Red Tights, and they drive by... And he seems to catch him Rips mid-drive. off Rooster's head. He, has He's to like, gotcha. dri- he had to have been driving at least 30 miles an hour, right? It still catches him. Motorcycle just is like, boom, paused, and just rips off his head. And then we don't know what happens to Red Tides. Yeah, Red Tides is like, uh-oh. So Spike decides he's not done with his revenge with Warren, right? Even though he's seen the porcupine quill monster. But Spike has already, like, gotten his hand, like, completely shattered by porcupine monster. Oh, yeah. He was using his right hand to shoot porcupine monster, Mm -hmm. but then porcupine monster was like, no, and broke every bone in his hand. It's like, it's a bloody hand. Right. So now Spike is using his his left hand. Yeah, it like scratched his belly button. Spike also had a really good body. Right. And meanwhile, Spike, the leader, piece of trivia, he was just a random background extra or a crew member or something. And they found out he was like one of the only people that knew how to ride a bicycle. Oh. So they were like, guess what? You're now the main bad guy. <laughs> You're a lead. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, all right, I cool. wish it was that easy. <laughs> um, so uh, Spike is like, I'm not done with my revenge against Warren. Knows exactly somehow where they w- went into the science room. Follows them in there and then holds them at gunpoint. But the monster comes up behind him and uh, proceeds to grab him, pull him over to him. And then porcupine just shoot quills into his yeah. face, kind of like critters. Yeah. Um, and and then he's just dead. He just passes out. Um, and we assume he's dead. Meanwhile, now the monster is like kind of – I wish it would have said mama because that would have brought it full circle. Right? I thought it was going to be a full like – Oh, you're like the people that birthed me. I won't hurt you at all, or at least and, her. Yeah, right. Exactly. But and then it kind of it's like misunderstood. You think you know, kind of, yeah, kind of like the alien hybrid in Alien Resurrection. <laughs> they won't right. hurt Sigourney Weaver. You know, I was expecting something like that. Um, but I guess we don't we don't even get to that point uh, because Warren is like, I'm gonna grab this laser. And uh, Chrissy, get out of there. And he like lasers her. And then the film is like, we got to go all negative because we're talking about radiation again. And the film kind of stays in a negative format for like a minute or two. Um, Chrissy and Warren run out and they run into the plant manager who is like, there ain't no rate. There ain't no leak. That's a false alarm in there. I'm going to go in there. I legit, as this was happening, I was like, kick him down the stairs. I was like, (laughs) he's fat. He'll be fine. Like I was so mad. (laughs) I hated that guy. They run into him. They're like, get out of here. You don't know what's in there. It's fucking crazy. And he's like, whatever. There's nothing in there. He goes into the science room. Uh, The monster is still like developing from a negative. And, and, uh, Photography. And, yeah, and then and then the entire place explodes. Yeah. Right? Uh, it collapses, the school collapses, and in a really great ending, there's a like school announcement over the PA, which somehow is still working. Yeah. And they're like, attention, until further notice, uh, Tromaville High School will be closed for remodeling, <laughs> right? And everybody's just like, yes, fuck yeah! Woo! The Chrissy, college, it's right? college is as crazy as this. It's going to be great. Right? Like which is a great say. moment because like they've seen mass destruction, yeah. and they're just like, 
Yay, school's out, you know? Woo, no science. Chrissy and Warren kiss, and um, you start seeing the bulldozers come in, and yeah. then underneath the rubble, there's, like, a fetus monster yeah. again. Part two. <laughs> right? And that's it, right? Yep. Um, like I said, nobody, there's not even a line of Warren being like, ah, oh, by the way, I probably shouldn't have sex with anybody because yeah. I got these like weird mutant powers, <laughs> you know? My sperm is right? exactly three inches long. Well, what, what would have been interesting, like I said, mama or something, like they don't know that they basically just killed their own child. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but like, mm, there's a shitty child. Yeah, I know, but like, it. I think it would have been more traumatic and a little bit more on the horror side. Traumatic? Oh, traumatic. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it would have been a little bit more yeah. if it on the horror side if they were to have been like, "This is your child." Somehow yeah. they, I don't know how you would have found that out. Yeah, uh, you know, but yeah, but fucking loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, loved it. Oh, it's so much fun. Don't eat during. What's it. your don't? What's your W's? Um, my W's are basically whenever, but like I just said, right. don't eat during it. It's a little bit gross, uh, as all trauma gross. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So if you're like, well, I'll just like have it with a meal, maybe like, <laughs> yeah. don't. Because I love eating while watching things. It's like it gives me something to do. So then I'm not just staring at a screen. But like, yeah, yeah avoid the food. Just have it. Do you want to have like a a green trauma tropical uh, punch drink? Gross. <laughs> it's like thick and soupy. Ooh. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a kale shake. Uh, <laughs> That's a smoothie. Uh, no, but just seriously, I I would have this at a viewing party. Uh, especially if it was like an 80s punk type viewing party. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would screen this live. Uh, there's so much I would do with this. Yeah. Uh, my W's are whenever, wherever, and not the Shakira Whenever, <laughs> wherever, <laughs> women to be together. I'll be there and you'll be here. And that's the deal, my dear. To so- breaking out in songs. Yeah. <laughs> Add that to the list. So, um... Uh, also, a little bit of trivia that we have here. Oh. Uh, when Dewey, from the beginning, lands on the pavement in the opening scene, the first man to walk up, walk up to him is a shocked, bearded man played by Troma co-founder and producer Michael Hurst in his only on-screen performance ever. Oh. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, that was the other thing. I, I This other piece of trivia I already said. So we're good here. Oh. Okay. Um. Other than that, you got any alternate titles for this? Um, not Chud. <laughs> not Chud. <laughs> there was another one that I was like, not this. Oh my gosh. I would call it uh, We Don't Need No Radiation. We Don't Need <laughs> No Radiation. Right? Um, oh, oh, I remember. Um, a massive misunderstanding on what radiation does to you. Nice. A movie that actually probably would give you cancer, but it just instead mutates things. <laughs> you think you're going to get cancer? Think again. <laughs> That's a tagline for that movie. I wish right now I knew I, I knew the uh, like what water is H2O, the chemical bond for this, because if it's uh, something that rhymes. Dihor- diahydron. Oh, my gosh. You uh, know this, huh? Dihydrogen oxide, something like that. So, D. Hydrogen, it's <laughs> H2O. 
Yeah, it's H2O, but it's dihydrogen H2O. oxide or something like that. <laughs> I was that. trying to do that, something there. Whatever, it doesn't matter. H2O, oh my God. Okay, so uh, just to finish this out, uh, we I'm thought Jonathan. That, <laughs> no, we thought that this movie was yeah. a total bomb, but some people apparently didn't. So it's time for Give a Me Five. A bomb and they're like, woo. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Give Me Five. So I couldn't really find anything that wasn't like... Uh, everybody is just as self-aware as this film is, right, when it comes to reviewing it, right? Uh, there wasn't anybody that thought it was a masterpiece that didn't already know that it was supposed to be a B-movie. So it was very hard. So I only found two <coughs> just to make sure that I could do the bit. Uh, here you go. Uh, this is five out of five stars on Amazon by a Mick V. Nicholas. Uh, title is Nukem High. Written in 2008. He says, there are few things in this world that are essential to well-being, to the well-being of mankind. The making of this film is one of those things. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit, uh, what is it, hyperbole or a hyperbole? Hyperbole. Oh, shit. You're right. Hyperbole. <laughs> Add that to the list yeah. of things I can't say right. Uh, the last thing I had to dig deep into Rotten Tomatoes reviews, uh, written in 2015 by Steve H, just writes the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for those. Like, like, like I said, not ridiculous, uh, like we normally get. So that, ju- that, that is it for us. Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure that you stay tuned tomorrow for Return to Newcomb High Volume 1. And then the next day after that. Return to Return to Nukem High Volume 2. Yay. Okay? So, uh, make sure you respond to us. I'd rather people not, unless they're feeling really deep about the whole gun thing, don't comment on that. No, like, you can comment I, on it. Yeah, Just talk to me. Yeah. I'll take it. I don't that's care. fine. <laughs> uh, but any comments. Yeah, no, we welcome all, any and all comments. Yeah. Like, we are a free Facebook Guns bad. <laughs> um, sure. Um, but all that can be done. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Bombs Away Show. Um, you can also visit a web, our website. Hopefully I have it up by the time this comes out. www.bombswayshow.com. It has all the clips from this movie and every movie from every episode we've done in the past. Uh, and a, a, just a shitload of things. Honestly, yeah. right? Shits and loads. Um, other than that, would uh, you can also email us, contact yeah. at bombsawayshow.com. You can write to us, uh, look up the Frida Cinema uh, in Santa Ana, and you can actually write us a physical letter if you want to, right. uh, to at the Frida's address, uh, care of uh, the Frida. Uh, the- make sure you put Bombs Away on the top of it so they know where it's going. And they don't open it before we do. <laughs> that's important. And uh, that that's it. Oh, what a great episode. This was, I had a lot of fun. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, this is great. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank, thank you to Troma for 40 years of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Lloyd Kaufman for making this amazing film. And we, we really, really look forward to the next two. So with that being said, my name is Jonathan. I'm not toxic waste. <laughs> and, uh... There's like nothing in this <laughs> film that I can remember a tagline uh, from. Uh, my I'm, joint. I'm going to have the PTA on my ass for the next six years. Uh, uh, no, that wasn't good enough. 
<laughs> Chemical. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. It's an atomic high. <laughs> Greetings from Tromerville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. You know, folks, when the Troma team and I are not making those great movies like Tromeo and Juliet and Return to Newcomb High Volumes 1 and 2, we like to attend the amazing screenings at the Frida Cinema because the Frida Cinema is the best programming, the best movies, the best way to spend a couple of hours in the entire world. And remember, folks, Toxie reminds you to go to the freedacinema.org and push that donation button. And look at all those great shows. There was a trauma month. There was even a trauma month. Oh, my gosh, the humanity. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.